What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. Can I buy you guys a drink? Guess not. Patrick Swayze is... Dalton. I thought you'd be... bigger. Opinions vary. When he's around, anything can happen. How's a guy like you end up a bouncer? Just lucky, I guess. And usually does. If somebody gets in your face, I want you to be nice. Don't! Don't be rude! Ask him to walk, but be nice. Help this gentleman to the door. Until it's time to not be nice. So says the fighting philosopher. He may be hard to handle. I keep talking, you're gonna go off thinking I'm a nice guy. I know you're not a nice guy. But he's easy to like. What's the matter, Dalton? Don't you like women? Worst I ever had was wonderful. He's not what you'd expect. I thought you'd be bigger. <laughs> But there's one thing you can count on. He's the best friend a good time ever had. Aren't you guys tired? I'll go get all the sleep I need when I'm dead. This is my town. I'm not afraid of him. I guess you'll be having that fire sale now, all right? <laughs> Get your hands full, kid. I just think I'm looking at a dead man. <laughs> Patrick Swayze. For that line of work, I thought you'd be bigger. Gee, I've never heard that before. Roadhouse. Welcome to They Call This a Movie, testing the strength of friendships one terrible movie at a time. Subscribe to the podcast on iTunes and other podcast services by searching They Call This Movie. We're part of the Main Damie Network. To find more from us, check out the website at themaindamie.com or on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at themaindamie. We're also now a proud member of Geek Vibes Nation. You can find them at gbnation.com. Welcome back to They Call This a Movie, and welcome to Thanksgiving week. Uh, this is going up on Thanksgiving so if you're listening to us on day one, happy Thanksgiving to you. If not, uh, then to go fuck yourselves. Uh, <laughs> this is Anthony Delvecchio with me is always is Dan Aquino. Mark Myers is not here. So say hello, Dan. Hey, everyone. Yeah, we're missing missing Mark and his uh, his bits. Mark, this is, week. he went off to the great gritty in the sky. Yep. <laughs> the great cheesesteak place <laughs> in the sky. <laughs> I keep with it, Pat's and Geno's. <laughs> Pat's and Geno's. Yeah, he's just he's going in between Pat's and Geno's right now. <laughs> as he can be with us this week, and this week, as I mentioned, not only is Thanksgiving week, it's also our last episode for November of 2019, and we decided to stretch it a little bit um, and give thanks. To the Lord above and one Sam Elliott's mustache, and we decided to do that by watching Round Roadhouse, which um, he does not support a mustache in this. Oh, he's just, he's got the uh, like grizzled veteran, uh, like he he's got like the five o'clock shadow, heavy five o'clock shadow, like the heaviest five o'clock shadow you ever yeah. see. But it's not a beard, no, right? It's it's it has the makings of a beard, but it's still pretty glorious. Yeah. It's pretty great, and he's got yeah. he's sporting like some long ass hair yeah. too. Yeah, he, he looks great good. Yeah, <laughs> I he's, didn't think Sam Elliott was ever young. Yeah, no, I mean he's he's giving Patrick Swayze a run for his money in terms of who's fuckable in this movie. Yeah, I mean, it really, <laughs> I think they kind of give you the best of both worlds, right? Because Patrick right. Swayze is the clean cut all American boy, yeah, and then you have uh, Sam Elliott, who's the rough and tumble country dude, you know. And he's got that baritone. Don't I'm not. We we did the William Hickey impression last week. We're not doing Sam Elliott <laughs> impressions this week. No, we're not. I don't. I don't know if we're gonna be able to do it justice. No, I don't uh, have that deep that deep sound. Um. Uh, so I found out something. Uh. This is your first time watching Roadhouse. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, I never had a, a desire to watch this movie. I okay. I'm, I'm not the biggest Patrick Swayze fan. Okay. But so I'm probably in the minority with that. So going into it, what was your impression of what Roadhouse was? Family Guy, 
just okay. nothing but roundhouse kicks. And I was a little <laughs> That's disappointed. That's not far off. <laughs> in the first, well, it takes a while to get to your first roundhouse because he doesn't really fight for quite a while, Patrick Swayze. I believe uh, the IMDb trivia puts it at about 26 minutes before he actually gets into a fight. Right. So I, I was a little disappointed. But this was, I had heard other people talk about it and they'd usually say nice things. And I would say that for the most part, they're right. This is a decent movie. Yeah. So you asked me before we before you watched this, like, isn't Roadhouse like a good movie? And I took that to mean like, are we sure we're supposed to be doing this movie? Yes. Uh, and I said it's good-ish, sort of in the way that Con Air is good, <laughs> which is right in line with this podcast. Yeah, it's a competent movie. I mean, we've definitely covered way worse, obviously. Yeah. But uh, yeah, this one, it's hokey enough where it, I think it, it it falls under our category. Yeah, it's more awesome than it is good. Yes, <laughs> I think yeah. that that's kind of where we're falling on this. It's like it's not a good movie by any stretch of the imagination. Like it's a, plot wise, it's very thin. Um, it kind of goes like there there becomes a point where it's just set up setting up fights, random mm-hmm. ass fights in random ass locations. Especially at the end, yeah, it, it gets really heavy on the. It's it almost turns into like a Street Fighter movie. Yeah, they just start fighting for no reason. Yes, uh, but it is awesome because yes. it's got some awesome fights, some kind of cool death scenes, kind of cool action moments. Got a lot of boobs. A lot of Patrick Swayze shirtless. A lot, for the of, women. A lot of Patrick Swayze shirtless and ass. You see, yeah. you see Swayze ass for the ladies. And for the men too. Who's not? Who's lying? Right. Nobody's lying about that. That right. that asked Eighty nine. Yeah. I mean, that's that's peak Swayze. Yeah. So I was reading a trivia on IMDb, and it they were saying that they had problems with women like basically stalking the 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 set. <laughs> like there was like a group of women that like uh, found like a rowboat or a canoe. And when they were shooting on the water, they they kind of ruined a couple of takes rowing by. <laughs> sounds like my high school years. Everyone trying to get a glimpse of me. Yeah, it's all, everyone's just trying to get Swayze. Get yeah, I don't blame them. Crazy for Swayze in 1989. So was, was this one like his big one or was Dirty Dancing? Was so probably... Dirty Dancing came out before this. And okay. that's like what made him like a huge star. Yeah. And then I guess they tried to turn him into an action star between this and Point Break. Sure. And they, you know, they he did this. And then I think I was reading he had hurt himself in the filming of this. And he was supposed to do, uh, I forget what he was supposed to do, but... Instead of t- doing that, I could probably look it up in the meantime. Uh, instead of doing the second movie that was going to be, you know, another action movie mm-hmm. or something that uh, took a lot of uh, athleticism or whatever, he decided to do Ghost, which became like another huge yeah. hit for him. Um, so he has so a good one, range. Yeah, this one was actually considered like a bomb for for them. Well, yeah, it only made five mil on opening weekend. It uh. It goes it, 30 overall yeah, on a 17, 17 million, million. But I yeah. think that they were expecting this to be a pretty big movie for him. So, so what do you think? Like close to 100 mil? Uh, yeah, I guess whatever the 100 mil equivalent in 1989 was. Maybe yeah. like 80. maybe like 60 million bucks or something like that. Okay. Um, But yeah, I it, love this movie. It's kind yeah. of amazing. <laughs> it, it's not... It's not poorly acted in any way. It's and like you said, it's very it's very over the top, but mm-hmm. it's not over the top in like a really bad cheesy way. Yeah, it's just over the top in an awesome way. Where like, who doesn't like bar fights? Yeah, like, bar fights are awesome. Everyone likes to see those, and the, these have some really good bar fights. Yeah, uh, the movie I was talking about uh, was Predator Two. He was pr- approached by Joel Silver, who was a producer of this movie and producer of Predator Two. To do to star Predator 2, but he uh, injured himself during filming of this movie, so he had to bow out. And they which was probably actually a good career move, honestly, because Ghost was enormous. Yeah, and he was much more of a heartthrob anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, I mean, throughout his life, he aged very well, obviously, until he passed away, but he was always a good-looking dude. Yeah, no, I, I mean... My mom had a thing for Patrick Swayze, I'm sure of it. I feel like my mom did, too. Right. I mean, what, what mom didn't? Yeah. 
He was he was total mom bait. Everyone, all the moms loved him. <laughs> that that flowing blonde hair. Yeah. Tight tight shirts. Tight shirts. <laughs> tight pants. Yeah. He he rocked it, man. But I, I will say this one thing about this movie: it is very long. It's too long. It they is could probably a long... shave off twenty minutes. Yeah. Because there is that point where it's just kind of set up, fight, set up, fight, where it's like, all right, well, if you took one fight out of it, you're not really losing anything. You're losing yeah. like a good 10 minutes of, of the runtime because uh, right. it's just under two hours. Right. It's an hour 50, I think. 154. Yeah. An hour and 54 so it, minutes. At one point, it's really uh, Brad Wesley, the, uh, the antagonist of the movie. It's really yep. just him picking on patrick swayze and other members of the town yes and it just kind of draws out you know it's like all right he blows up a building like holy shit how are you gonna how are you gonna beat that and he he kind of doesn't like he he ruins a car dealership at one point yeah. like oh all right well that's a little step in the wrong direction yeah but it just i think it just goes a little too far sure uh brad wesley played by ben gazzara who's basically playing his role that he plays in big lebowski Oh, is that him? Yeah. Oh, I didn't realize. He looked familiar. Yeah. Uh, he, well, what's his name? He looked like in, a total schmuck. What's his name in, uh, in Big Lebowski? Jackie Treehorn. Jackie Treehorn. Yeah. Yep. Which, uh, Sam Elliott also in. Yeah, Big Lebowski. Big Lebowski, yeah. So this is directed by Rowdy Harrington, which couldn't pick a better name for the director of Roadhouse, but Rowdy Harrington. Yeah, that was pretty good. Uh, what has he done anything else other not, uh, notable? Not much. Uh, let me pull this up real quick. He did Striking Distance. I was about Bruce it. Lewis. Yeah. yeah. Uh, as in terms of director, that was probably his like second biggest. Um, he directed a movie called Gladiator, but not that Gladiator. Yeah, not that one. <laughs> and also a Murder of Crows, which is pretty funny if you think about it. Yeah. Like Gladiator Crow. Oh, there you go. Yeah, Tales from the Crypt. He did an episode. Yeah, but nothing really big. So Roadhouse was probably his biggest. Yeah. Okay. From Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Oh, Steel Town, USA. Yes. This sports a 6.6 on IMDb and a lowly 37% on Rotten Tomatoes. 36 Metascore. Yeah. Not right. high at all. It stars, as we mentioned, Patrick Swayze, Kelly Lynch, Sam Elliott, Ben Gazzara, and a special appearance by... Keith David. Oh, he's the bartender at one point, right? Pops up at one point. Yeah, I think he only has like maybe one or two lines. Yeah. I got uh, excited when I saw him. I'm like, oh, this is a pretty solid cast. Yeah. You'd think he'd have a bigger role in it, but nope. Yeah. Or because this came out after The Thing, and he was... Came out after had... The Thing, They Live. Yeah. So he's yeah. he's a guy. People are like, oh, it's that guy. He's in Predator. Keith David's my, my favorite. <laughs> this, is, this would be his second time on the podcast, right? What was the first? Wasn't he on the boat? Oh, what movie oh, was that's that? Right. With, my, with Michael Mann? No Bad Days. Yeah. Right. He just shows up on the boat. <laughs> uh, that's right. That's my favorite. Easily, easily the worst movie we've done. Yeah. But that's my favorite <laughs> Keith David role. Just Keith David on a boat. It's obviously just, all right, I'll, I'll give you guys an hour. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. Just it's Keith David on a boat with a like, bunch of chicks. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's a good one. But uh, yeah, this movie... Uh, I don't. It's gonna be tough to say anything bad about it, to be honest with you. Yeah. Um. I should mention to the uh, the listeners, if you're listening to this, usually we'll go into the plot about halfway through. I don't really have notes this week. Um. Didn't have time, so we'll go through the plot pretty quick. Um. We won't go scene by scene, but uh, it's a pretty simple plot, really. And we've yeah. almost already touched upon it. Um. So we'll probably just get right into that. Um. You know, Patrick Swayze plays Dalton, who's a, a cooler. He's the best in the biz, basically. Uh, he's working at a bar in New York City when Tillman comes. He's a, kind of an owner of a bar in, I think, Missouri. Uh, like Kind of like this small-ass town in Missouri. And he's like, I got this bar, the Double Deuce. It's a, it's a shithole, more or less. <laughs> and uh, I, need, I need someone to kind of turn it around. Kind of... Uh, Dalton kind of, uh, you know, names his price. Tillman's like, sure thing. Uh, whenever you, whenever you come down, uh, you know, you could start whenever. He so, asked for a lot of money too. I think for, like five G's on like straight up. Yeah. And, and like, 500 a night. 
overnight, and then like his uh, moving expenses and shit. Yeah, and uh, oh, I think his medical expenses. Yeah, room and board, medical expenses. He's getting he's getting put up for a guy that's essentially a bouncer. Yeah, I mean he, I mean he really fleeces this guy. Yeah. <laughs> if you think about it. Yeah, I think uh, Tillman is kind of uh, against against it basically. Yeah, yeah, he's a little hesitant at first, but I guess he's worth the money. Yeah, and he's the best in the biz, man. Well, according to him, Garrett is. All right, but he's old. Garrett's old. He's old. Garrett's he's old. still the best. He's still the best. I don't think we ever see Garrett. Well, Wade, Wade Garrett is Sam Elliott. Oh, is it? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Oh, Wade Garrett. Okay. I, I just know him as Wade. Yeah. <laughs> or Sam yeah. Elliott. So, so Dalton says that Wade Garrett, Sam Elliott, is the best. Okay. Yeah. But he's off he's off bouncing or cooling some strip club and who knows where yeah. in Memphis. Because that's a well, thing. So now what I like about this is it, it really shows how simple of a time it was in the even in the late 80s when uh, Dalton gets to what, what did we say was in Missouri. Mm-hmm. So he's in Missouri and he's looking for a place to stay and he goes to this this guy and he shows him the, the room and it's a very nice room. It's in a barn, but it's, it's very homely. It's very rustic. It's beautiful. Uh, and the rent is a hundred a month. Yeah. Like, can you can you afford that? Dude's getting paid five hundred a night. Yeah. <laughs> and he makes it like, mm, yeah, I think I could swing it. Yeah. So like, uh, I think is that uh, is that Red? Uh, Red West, I think. Right. Yeah. Or, no, was Red the? There's so many or characters that, in this. Was that Emmett? I think it's Emmett because Red is the guy who owns the um the, the, the dealership. Oh, not the dealership. Store. The hardware store. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so okay, so Emmett's kind of like this old old ass man who's yep. just kind of like, uh, well, I got a room, I kind of have to charge you because I gotta, I don't, I don't know what his reasoning was. He really se- seemed like he didn't want to charge him, but he said he had to for the church. Something with the church. The church did. I, I think, I think they were alluding to that if it would seem homosexual if he had a, a younger man living with him without charging him rent. <laughs> Oh man, I didn't pick up now, on that. Now that now that I'm thinking of it, I think that's what he was saying because he was mentioning the church, like, like the evangelical church or whatever. Yeah. Ugh, wow. So I do think I think now that I'm thinking of it, I'm putting two and two together. I think that's what he's alluding to. Um, so he's just like, well, how about a hundred a night? How about a hundred uh, a month or a week? Yeah, uh, I think it's a month. Yeah, and that's a and it's a big room. Oh yeah, it's a pretty it, sweet deal. Yeah, nowadays you're probably paying like two grand for that room. Mm. So yeah, so Dalton checks out the double deuce, and it's it's a fucking shit show, man. Mm-hmm. We got um we got bartenders stealing from the till. We got bouncers just starting fights everywhere. Um, other bartenders are dealing drugs in the back. We got one dude's getting busy in the back with some chick. Oh yeah, he's just he's railing her. <laughs> But, but so so Dalton comes in and he kind of cleans house. Yeah. So he has like carte blanche of this place. But Tillman gives him carte blanche. Yeah. So he he's getting rid of people and he gets rid of one of the bouncers who's nailing this chick. And he goes, but I'm on my break. And at that point, I was thinking, I was like, well, if he's on his break, it's <laughs> not the worst time to do it. It's an airtight defense. <laughs> I mean. I mean, what are you going to do if he's got 15 minutes? He's got 15 minutes. Let him do his thing, you know? My time is my time. Right. He is, essentially, he's not wasting company time. That's true. He is having sex in, in the supply closet, though. That is true, which is very unsanitary, yeah. but again. I mean, that's why you got the, your car. Go out to your car and do that shit. Right. Or, you know, like, I'm sure there's a dumpster around back. You know, yeah. You know, go in for a quickie and come back. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, he's he's really giving her the business. <laughs> it's yeah, it is it is like like you said, it's uh, I think you said off air. It's kind of a lot more graphic than you expect. Yeah, yeah. This this movie is very raunchy. I was not expecting it for a uh, uh, Patrick Swayze movie. Yeah, and I, I think Ghost, that movie Ghost, really made me feel like oh well, that's Patrick Swayze. He's a you know again he's a heartthrob. He does romantic movies. Yeah, and this it's. Whew, anything but romantic really i think that is also one of the uh the problems that this movie had with the marketing it was that they were they um marketed for a, a lot lighter of a feel 
and it's anything but a lighter feel. This is this is an R rating. And it's, it's a hard it's a pretty R. Hard R. There's a lot a lot of nudity. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of violence. A lot of swearing. Uh, classic yeah. 80s, man. Is that yeah, what you want from an 80s movie? Yeah, there, there's a scene in the very beginning when he when we're introduced to Dalton and this one guy stabs him in the arm and he doesn't even flinch. Yep. Right, he just the guy gives him a quick stab and he's just like, oh well, all right, that was a nuisance. Yeah. I, mean, I guess because he's been stabbed several times, he's used to it. But yeah, as he says, pain don't hurt. It's a pretty good line. There's a couple good lines in this film. <laughs> yeah, pain don't hurt, man. Um, yeah. so he comes into the double deuce. He starts cleaning the house, getting rid of you know people dealing shit, kind of rolling down his throwing down his rules. You know. Act nice until it's time to not be nice, basically. That's another great line. line. Yep. Be nice until it's time to not be nice, I think. Yep. Uh, yeah, I want you to be nice until it's time to not be nice. Yeah. Uh, so he, you know, basically straighten, tells everybody to straighten up and fly right, kind of give, puts everybody under his wing, trying to make this double deuce a, a, fa- a classy establishment as much yeah. as it can be in middle of nowhere, Missouri. Um, but unfortunately for him, this kind of runs afoul of, uh, Ben Gazzara's character, Brad Wesley, who's kind of like, a he's an entrepreneur of sorts, but also kind of a, a criminal. He's kind of a criminal, uh, uh, he's almost like, lord? yeah, he's like a mafioso. Yeah. Right. Cause he, he really holds the town under his thumb. Yeah. So he essentially, he brings in a lot of wealth for the town but it's really just for him and he rules with an iron iron fist really he keeps right. everyone down yeah he kind of like starts uh, muscling like their their beer distributor and everything mm-hmm. like that i don't really know what his problem with dalton really was before dalton starts banging the dock well he he fires his nephew his nephew was right. the bartender who was uh, skimming from the till sure so he fires him and then he sends his goons to kind of, you know, persuade Dalton and uh, Tillman, yeah, right, to hire him back. So obviously Swayze. That I think that's when the first time we see Swayze get into a fight. I think so, yeah. So he messes up the the goons, and then that's when uh, Wesley and Dalton kind of start disagree. They 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 don't see eye to eye anymore. Yeah. So Was that the right start. boot scene? No, that comes a little bit later. Yeah. That's a pretty good scene, too. Where he, take, he just takes the guy's boot and throws it. Yeah, somewhere. <laughs> throws it on the roof. Right. That boot's never coming back. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah it seems like, like, you know, for for an uncle, Brad Wesley's kind of going above and beyond. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's, it's And the guy's a scumbag. Not, yeah. I mean, Wesley is, but the, uh, the bartender. Yeah. Right? He's really sleazy. And then you get Keith David as your bartender. It's so much better. <laughs> so much better you just you went from like a jalopy to now you got like a lamborghini you yeah. know yeah <laughs> so you know he gets uh runs afoul ben gazara he gets injured in one fight and um, that requires stitches so he goes to the hospital that's where he runs into doc played by kelly lynch who becomes the love interest of the movie and uh she eventually we find out that she had had a past with Brad Wesley. Um, they were fucking at some point. Mm-hmm. So I think Brad, they were married. Yeah, I think they might have been too, or at least engaged. Engaged, I think. Yeah, and um, she calls it off. Yeah. So, you know, Patrick Swayze starts uh, hanging out with Kelly Lynch, and uh, he has a con- You know, Wade Garrett calls him one day. It's like, oh, hey, what's going on? Where are you? Oh, I'm at the Double Deuce. And he kind of gets the sense that, you know, Dalton could use a hand getting the double deuce in, in line. So Wade Garrett shows up and almost steals Kelly Lynch right from Dalton. I feel like he, he if he had his full mustache powers, he would have totally done it. His full mustache. Yeah. Everyone is uh, powerless against that mustache, that uh, yeah. that push broom. That thing is, I mean, I would love to see a fight between Sam Elliott's mustache and... Tom Selleck's mustache. <laughs> like, like, you know in the movies, <laughs> you know in the movies when they'll have like the um, uh, like the shadows fight. Yeah. Uh, like, I think whatchamacallit did it perfectly. Uh, Robin Hood Men in Tights. Yeah. When the two they do the puppets, 
I want to see something like that, but it's just the mustaches fighting. Like they get they get face to face, and then the mustaches just go at it. Uh, that would be a, that would be a fight for the for the time, man, for the for this the ages. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah. Uh, would, would you put in that whole, go ahead. Uh, Would you put Sam Elliott's over Selix? It's I think it's one and one A. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, if anything, I would say slightly to Sam Elliott. Yeah. Just because he's got the voice to back it up too. That's true too. Yeah. Just it is slightly. A, it's, it's a uh, it's a one two punch. Yeah. I mean, jeez. Imagine imagine having those two in a movie. Like the women would go wild. Yep. You have to have wet floor signs at the theaters. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Just knee deep in it. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Yes. Gross, <laughs> but yes. But yeah, he took he it like. There's there's a scene where he he comes in and like Dalton's like I want to I want you to meet somebody so they and he show, introduces her him to Doc who he like literally almost just bangs her right in front of Swayze he he sweeps her off her feet yeah right they they have a dance and he's getting he's getting a little too close a little clo- like there is definitely some sexual tension between all three of them. Yes, but Swayze's just kind of hanging in the back. He's like, I trust you. I trust you, Wade. He's also maybe like, oh, if it, I'm totally down to watch. <laughs> yeah, or join in at, a, at, a, <laughs> at an appropriate time. Yeah. Uh, I've, yeah, it's like, it's very close. Like, if this was like the 90s or like maybe the early 2000s, there probably wouldn't have been a three-way in there. Yeah. I feel like the 80s, as much as they were pro like boobs and pro sex scenes, they weren't into like group sex. Yeah, they didn't push the envelope that far. Yeah, yeah that was too too much. Yeah, it was too taboo at that time. Yeah. yeah. Nowadays, nowadays, like Swayze and Sam Elliott would have just made out right there. <laughs> the po- polygamy would have run rampant. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. it's it's a very interesting scene. So then the rest of the movie really is um, Wesley sends his goons wherever Swayze is and they fight and Swayze wins. They fight again in some other place. Swayze wins. Right. And then Wesley starts fucking up everybody, all the townspeople's like businesses. So he sets the hardware store on fire. Then he takes a monster truck to the uh, the auto dealership. He's a good villain if yeah. you think about it. I mean, yeah, he's not bad. I mean, I I know it's one of those things where he has the cops in his pocket, yeah. but even the cops couldn't look past these things. He's yeah. committing some of the worst crimes you could possibly commit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's sort of like, all right, well, like, the cops are probably like, all right, well, maybe not a monster truck through <laughs> through the auto mall. Brad. Listen, we'll, <laughs> Mr. We'll, Wesley. We'll, we'll look the other way on you skimming some money off of some businesses. That's fine. But you can't go blowing things up, all right? Yeah. I mean, we kind of have to draw a line here somewhere. It's like, even if you're going to blow something up, maybe there's plausible de- deniability. Who knows who did that? But you're yeah. gleefully watching as your crony drives a monster truck through the used car dealership. I mean, yeah. we kind of have to do something at this point. Right. I mean, <laughs> I mean there would be civil unrest at yeah. that point. <laughs> like maybe they just put him in cuffs, take him down to the station. He's out in an hour. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. You know, he, he got off on a technicality or whatever. You know. It's like, but, oh, there's no evidence. Yeah. I mean, that's just. <laughs> I mean, even Chief Wiggum would have to <laughs> put a stop to it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, they they go back and forth with that until eventually, uh, you know, Brad Wesley watches as Swayze and Doc fuck on the roof of his uh his barn real creepily across the water <laughs> another great scene <laughs> this this is so 80s yeah uh that he uh, pat swayze and kelly lynch they fuck before swayze takes his pants off that's just, well yeah that, that was the power of patrick swayze yeah it's just like i'm gonna fuck through jeans <laughs> and would you would you believe that's not possible i mean I mean, if anybody could do it, Swayze could. Yeah, 80 Swayze, Mm -hmm. he'd get you pregnant through his pants, for sure. He had the power, man. He probably got a woman in the other county pregnant at that point. Like, oh my God, what just happened? Dalton happened. That's what what (laughs) went down, man. He's, uh, he, I, I thought there would be more of him doing those things, but he's surprisingly, like, he doesn't have any vices, 
Nope. Right, he he's doesn't drink. Living. Yep, he doesn't drink. He doesn't smoke. Well, he smokes a little, right? Uh, does he yeah. smoke? I, think I feel he like he does like point. smoke after sex or something like that. Yeah, but yeah, he's he's not a totally interesting character outside of no. just beating the shit out of people and banging chicks. Right. This is kind of he's he's Shane in the movie Shane. It's a very uh, you know he's kind of, he comes into town with a reputation of being mm-hmm. like this badass, but he's kind of a reluctant badass uh, trying to escape his past. He comes mm-hmm. in and he's kind of pushed into, you know, answering the call of being the badass. Uh, yeah. Because of, you know, outside forces. Right. Yeah. He's he's forced into he's forced into just beating people up, essentially. Yeah. And he does. Yeah, he doesn't want to. He just wants to be a nice guy. He One of his rules is you be nice. Always yeah. be nice. Exactly. And he's never really nice. No. <laughs> after that. No, he's always kind of a dick. Yeah. Like, even when he's. When he's being nice, right. he's always just a little bit of a dick. Right. There's definitely hints of uh, like he's yeah. got that shit eating grin. Yep. Right. He, he's he has hints of really like he's almost instigating the fights right. at some point. Yeah. He's instigating because he's being so smug about his mm-hmm. his coolness. Right. He's like he's he's letting you know he's playing it cool. Yeah. But at the same time, that underlying like I'll mess you up if you if you want to do this, we'll do this. But yeah. I'm just letting you know it's gonna. I'm I'm gonna roundhouse kick you in the head, and you're gonna go flying through that glass window. Yeah. Uh, one thing I wanted to mention, and we were talking about the sex scene between Kelly Lynch and Patrick Swayze. It was one of my favorite trivia's. Um, according to Kelly Lynch, whenever Bill Murray sees her sex scene with Patrick Swayze on television, he calls her husband Mitch Glazer to tease him about it. <laughs> Mitch Glazer being the writer for uh, a few Bill Murray projects, including Scrooged. So so Bill Murray calls the husband yeah. and says oh, just to I let just him know like I'm watching I'm watching your wife have sex with Patrick Swayze right now. <laughs> That's uh I wonder how funny that is for like <laughs> for how long? Like Right. Do you think it or is it the opposite? Like it it happens the first few times and you get angry and then after you know maybe X amount of times like oh you know that's like our little thing now. Yeah. Or is it I think, oh, I this think, is I funny. think that's it. Yeah. Or it's funny now but then all right Bill it's been 20 years. <laughs> it's probably a little bit of both. Okay. Probably like I would see like first couple of times like oh you're kind of being a dick. I was like oh well it's kind of funny now. How's right. our thing? And it's just like all right well how long is this gonna be your thing? And how how often do you watch Roadhouse, Bill Murray? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's a big Patrick Swayze fan. It's like I got it on Blu-ray. I can watch it anytime I want. <laughs> Digital download. <laughs> it's not going anywhere, man. In the cloud, man. I got it on 4K. <laughs> Yeah, it's uh, that's awesome. That just adds to the the Bill Murray mystique. Yeah. So then eventually Wesley starts pushing uh, pushing Dalton to the edge. He decides is that he's uh, he's got to take out one of the people that uh, Dalton cares most about. Lets him choose. Obviously he doesn't choose, so he flips a coin. And unfortunately for Sam Elliott, Wade Garrett, uh, he, it was tails, and he winds up with a knife in the chest and that's when that's when dalton gets mad <laughs> it's it's no longer time to be nice no no longer time to be nice so he fights some more guys at his home and uh, rips a dude's throat out which is a pretty badass moment is that the guy at the um uh, they're fighting on the like the lake yep okay yeah and yeah. tommy right i think his name is I think his name's tommy yeah, yeah. He rips his throat out and like the, the uh, I think Doc goes to check on him. Like, yeah, I think he's dead, lady. <laughs> yeah, she totally does. And then he just yells out, Wesley. <laughs> In like the Rockies montage. Yeah. Just Drago. Kinda, he, he just pushes pushes the body across the water. <laughs> <laughs> like I got I, I have to hide this somehow. Yeah. That's another thing. Like he murdered a man. Oh yeah. Well right. he he's killed before. The whole situation in Memphis—that's his pa- That's his sketchy past. That's right. That. Um, and I think we get most of the co- the story from Wade. He says that, um, like, Dalton fell in love with a woman that never told him he was married, and then the guy pulled a gun on him, and then he uh, killed the guy in self-defense. Okay. Classic Cameron Poe situation. Mm, there you go. They tie it back to Con Air. Con Air. Yeah. Uh, so after he kills, uh, the dude in the water, eventually he makes his way to, uh, um, Wesley's mansion 
across the way, starts taking out dudes left and right. I, I said prior to recording that at this point, it stops being Roadhouse and becomes Commando. Yeah. Because at the end of Commando, Schwarzenegger storms the mansion with a hundred guards there. I mean, there's not a hundred guards here, but there's there's a presence. Yeah, there's like right? six or seven guys. Yeah, there's a there's people there, yeah. and he he does the old uh, he sends the the car right. It's, yep. it's the the old bait and switch. Yeah. So while they're worried about the car, he's you know he's he's off somewhere else. Yeah. So that so he kind of storms his compound, starts picking off guys one by one, and eventually we get Wesley versus Dalton, which is one of the most one-sided fights in terms of tail tape that you yeah. ever see. Well, yeah, I mean Ben Gazzara <laughs> right. fighting thirty-seven-year-old Patrick Swayze. Yeah, it's, but he, I thought it was gonna be one of those fights where Wesley somehow gets the upper hand. Mm-hmm. But it never really happens. I think he gets one good swing in with a golf club. Yeah. But then he after does, that, he does get a, a, a few hits um, on him. It's like with a, with like maybe a poker or a bat, like a baton, something, something. right? Yeah, I thought it was a golf club, <laughs> but I don't yeah. know. Well, he does. Sh- he shoots Dalton in the arm at first. That's right. So Dalton's kind of winged a bit, but he still manages to hold his own in the fight. And then uh, he goes. And he's about to rip out Wesley's throat, and he thinks better of it because he sees Doc coming. And he's yeah, like, he, ah, I, I can't kill more people. I, I like it because he's getting ready, and he's got like that, the claw yeah. grip, right? It looks like it, it's total bullshit. I don't <laughs> think that's how you rip out a guy's throat. No. Just like the, the claw. Wah! You know, it's... Uh, <laughs> but this was, again, this was like 80s kung fu. Yeah. You know what I mean? But it was like white guy kung fu. Sure. It was total bullshit. Yeah. Uh, so when he, he lets up and then Wesley decides, ah, I'm still going to try and kill you anyway. So he pulls his gun back again. And right as he's about to shoot him, but the entire townspeople show up with shotguns and just <laughs> each, each take a turn <laughs> just blow it away Wesley with their own with their own guns. Mob justice. <laughs> just, I openly just giggled last night <laughs> while I was watching this. It was like they each take turns. It's like first it's Tillman. Boom. Right. Then yeah, it's red. red. Then yeah. boom. Emmett. Boom. It was like <laughs> some other guy. Like boom. All it, right. it's, it was similar it was almost like the scene in airplane when they're <laughs> right there they're slapping the hysterical woman and there's yeah. just the line of people <laughs> one of them has a gun. So that that was the that was this scene. It was just the the townspeople lined up to shoot this guy. Yeah, and then uh, and then they could all live happily ever after after that. You know, uh, yeah. Dalton and Doc they go swimming naked in a little swimming hole, while uh, Double Deuce uh, is is thriving. We never yep. even got to talk about Denise, who shows up naked quite a bit in this movie. Oh, that's true. Yeah, and she, the the woman who plays Denise, Julie Michaels, is a stunt coordinator. Yeah, I saw that. She had a very long career as a, a stunt woman. Yeah, and she's smoking hot. Yeah. You don't very really attractive. see that very often. Yeah. I but mean, yeah. as when, whenever this picture was taken, at least. Right. And we really didn't touch on it. I mean, you did say you said that there was there was a fair amount of uh, uh, boobs in this, mm-hmm. and they're all just grade a yeah i mean they spared no expense on that end classic 80s boobs right there's even that great scene and i think it's the beginning where uh the first yes. time with the double deuce where he's just those two dudes are talking and like yeah. the, he's like i'll give you 20 bucks you could kiss kiss my my woman's boobs <laughs> what a weird offer he's like and the guy's like all right and so he just starts feeling them up yeah and then the guy's like well ain't you gonna kiss him he's like i can't like, what do you mean you can't? It's like, I don't have 20 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> but again, uh, a bygone era, man, because that, that chick is like enjoying it. You can't do that now. Not not saying that you should. We're not right. missing anything by having that in movies, but that really goes to show. And that, that was 1989. Right. How far we've come in terms of, I guess, just political correctness and all that. Yeah. And again, I'm not saying like, oh, movies these days need more of that. But it's just it's crazy that that's how far we've come. Like, this guy's just this yokel is just feeling up this girl, and the girl's like, "Yeah, this is great." 
it's it's uh it's it's a different time obviously but a lot of this movie was probably probably wouldn't fly nowadays even for an r movie yeah i mean i think the violence would probably still be there yeah there's just like a ton of nudity yeah and it's like gratuitous (laughs) it's almost just like oh uh, again (laughs) (laughs) right Right. it it bears no rhyme or reason to the plot yeah because there there's like a five minute scene where julie michaels does a striptease right and really means nothing i think it just kind of helps set up the fight with tommy yeah but again you really didn't need that no yeah it it didn't go unappreciated but no no absolutely it's you know if you're looking for an 80s kind of schlocky um action movie you're always looking for that kind of that tna that cool action right this this movie has everything in spades yeah i real quick when we talk about these kind of movies and we say certain things like that, we're not weirdos. <laughs> no. We're, okay. I just want to make it make it sound like we're not like, oh, this it, the movie was good because of boobs. It's not. That's not the case. I promise you. It's just. It's very few and far between. No. Yeah. Absolutely. I think. I think there's a, an itch for like just kind of these movies that have that sort of attitude more than more than anything. Yeah. Really? The, you don't really get that nowadays. Yeah. So, and we grew up in that time period. Yeah. So, it's it's fun. I think to there's see a, nostal- a nostalgia yeah. factor to it. Um, you know, eye candy's never bad. Let's, yeah. you know. <laughs> yeah, and and again, it's probably better nowadays that we don't get movies like that. You know what sure. I mean? Like or scenes in movies because it's just really, really, really out of place. <laughs> yeah, I think that they're a a. a small thread of a reasoning behind why she does an entire striptease in the third act of the movie yeah yeah it's very <laughs> thinly veiled takes up five minutes of of good screen time where we could be progressing the plot right or just ending the movie yeah <laughs> but yeah that's uh that's essentially it right that's roadhouse yeah that's roadhouse I mean, you kind of burned through that plot um again it's not really much of a plot um, but it's a, it's a fun one. I really, it is. yeah. Uh, it's one of the reasons why I didn't worry about, um, writing my notes just cause you know, it is, it's such a, a silly fun movie. <laughs> right. And again, I'm not, I've never really cared much for Patrick Swayze. I've seen dirty dancing and I've seen ghost and I, I've never seen point break. That's probably a movie I should probably see. Will this turn you around for Swayze? Does this change yeah. your opinion of him? I would say so because he's not bad in it, and he's no. he's not he's not great. Right. You know, this this movie really didn't showcase anything of him other than his sick sick abs. Yeah. Uh, and and his butt. He has a good butt. I'll give him that. Uh, and the hair. <laughs> he's just a good looking guy. He's got he's, he's the complete package at this moment of his yeah. life. Right. He's he's always sweaty. He's fighting. Like, who who didn't like that? You know, he, guys and girls alike could probably, you know, like it was one of those things. Girls wanted him. Guys wanted to be him. Absolutely. So, yeah, I, I would say this changed my mind on him. I I I, I got to see Point Break. Okay. I think that'll be the definitive because that's another action movie. I've seen him in a couple of romantic movies, obviously. So, that's the Patrick Swayze I know. Sure. Gotcha. Uh, would you do anything to make this movie better? Uh, just shorten it. Again, it's an hour 54. I probably make it a little over an hour and a half, right? Hour 35, hour 40, pushing it. Uh, I would probably get rid of the storming the compound scene, even though it's fun. <laughs> it really tonally doesn't fit the rest of the movie. Right. Right. Because he goes from a, he's like a pacifist for the most mm-hmm. part. And then all of a sudden he turns into a killer. Right. Just like on the, the, the drop of a hat, really. I, I know, you know, uh, Sam Elliott's killed and that sets him off, but it would have been better to just, you know, maybe if he, I don't know how he could have, how he could have gotten rid of Brad Wesley, maybe just rile up the town. Right. I, I don't know. But I, yeah, I would have gotten rid of storming the, uh, the mansion and that's pretty much it. Everything else was pretty fun. I mean, you can't really, you don't want to take too much away from a movie like this because it's so silly, Yeah. but it's fun. Silly. Like you said, sure. it's awesome. If you get rid of the uh, the compound scene, though, you lose that guy getting attacked by the stuffed bear. 
Oh, that's right. The, the polar bear. <laughs> polar yeah. bear fell on me. <laughs> what, a, what a weird scene. Uh, I, I'm okay with getting rid of that, I think. It all really right. doesn't add anything. It's just a silly line. Not at all. Yeah. Yeah, it's... Th- this movie is... It's definitely a product of a bygone era. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. But so, it's not bad. It's not a bad product. No, 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 not at all. Yeah, I think it's, it's I, fun. Yeah, I had a great time with it. Like I said, it's not the first time I've seen it. Uh, many more times, probably in the future, if it ever pops back up on Netflix. It's definitely a great. Uh, all right, I got nothing else to watch. I'm doing some stuff. Let me just toss this on. You know what we should do every time we watch it? We should call Kelly Lynch's husband. <laughs> Who are you? <laughs> Hey, we're watching Roadhouse right now, watching uh, Kelly get banged by Patrick Swayze. Rest in peace. <laughs> Bill? <laughs> that doesn't sound like you. <laughs> that'd be that'd be hilarious. Uh, yeah, I, I enjoyed this movie. I did have a lot of fun with it. Uh, I was I was in the middle. I was doing two things, actually. I was watching this movie, and I was playing Legend of Zelda, Ocarina of Time. And I was mm-hmm. playing the Water Temple. So I was kind of going back and forth. And this, I'll tell you what, guys, if you ever need to play that that game again, watch Roadhouse while you're playing it. It makes it much more enjoyable. <laughs> that's a that's a ringing endorsement. There yeah. you go. And that's a good game. So it makes the Water Temple go by easier. Definitely. Definitely. I didn't want to throw anything at the TV. <laughs> that's great. All right. Uh, you got any plugs? Plug your shit. Yeah, man. I've been trying to say. Absolutely. I feel like, do, do I have to do Mark stuff now? No, it's fine. Uh, okay. All right. Uh, my Twitter account is at uh, dequino122. I also do the Stranger Damies Twitter account at Stranger Damies. That's our real play D&D. Uh, that comes out every Wednesday. So by the time you hear this, our newest episode will have aired. Uh, you can visit us. We're, I'm not used to this one. I don't do this. <laughs> Mark usually goes off. Uh, so yeah, I'll just I'll leave it at that. Dequino122 at Stranger Damies on Twitter and Instagram. So follow us on both of those. Interact with us, and we'll have some fun. Okay. Yeah, uh, Stranger Damies every Wednesday at Stranger Damies on Instagram, Twitter, and I think that's it. Um, but we are strangerdamies.podbean.com, available on all uh, podcast streaming apps. Uh, we are They Called Us a Movie, and we release new episodes every Thursday, and that's theycalledusamovie.podbean.com, again, available on all podcast streaming apps, so iTunes, Google Play Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify we are on as well. Um, we are themaindamey.com. And you can find us on, at the main Damie on all uh, social media. So that's Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at the main Damie. Um, we're also part of Geek Vibes Nation. You can find them at gvnation.com and on social media at Geek Vibes Nation. Also, any podcast streaming app you can find at Geek Vibes Nation. Uh, they have a whole bunch of different uh, podcast shows you can listen to. No matter what your interests are, you could probably find a show that uh, interests you. So um, we will be back next week, and next week will be December, so we're probably going to start with some Christmas movies. I haven't decided if there's a theme other than that. I was thinking maybe sequels, maybe horror Christmas, but I know we just got out of uh, 31 Days of Horror trying to lighten Mark's load for horror movies because I know That's he's not a big, a big fan of horror movies. So... Um, We'll figure it out. Last year we did some really terrible movies, um, and this month will probably be no different. <laughs> well, you know, I, I say follow your heart. Whatever you think <laughs> looks good, I, I, hashtag content, baby. That's all we, we need. Like, have we ever had, like, a really true stinker? Like, where we're just like, maybe mm. this was not a great idea? Yes, I think we have. Right? Didn't we say that with uh, The Wizard of Paws? Like, this one might not have been really a good idea because it was just that bad. <laughs> I think there were some funny moments to that movie because that <sighs> movie did have that kid face down in the pool. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and and it had uh, Tiny Liston, right? Tiny Lister, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and he shrinks. That, that was kind of funny. That, uh, the, the kid face down in the pool was what sold it for me that, that week. <laughs> we're just like, all right, we're fucking watching this movie. <laughs> oh, I, I'm sure we've had a movie where... No Bad Days is pretty terrible. That was bad. I'm sure Lost we've had... Treasure a, of the Maya was the other name of it. Right, right. 
I, I was thinking about it today on the bus ride home, kind of just like psyching myself up for this. We've gone through so many movies. And you remember we used to like rank them when we yep. were only at maybe like 10 or 15. Yeah. I, there's no way I could do that now. <laughs> maybe for our 100th episode, we'll reveal our top 10s. That, yeah, well, I'd have to go back into our library. You're going to yep. make me do work for that. Probably. Oh, man. <laughs> We're not supposed to work. It's supposed <laughs> to be fun. Uh, yeah, I'm sure there's a movie. And again, I, I'll, I'll go back and I'll let you know, but there has to be something where we were just like, yeah, this was not not the best idea. Yeah, I usually try and uh, watch these ahead of time and kind of warn us or uh, you know, pivot whenever I feel like something is not up to snuff. And yeah. I've, a couple of weeks that that's happened where I've watched a movie in full and just been like, you know what, this wasn't it. Yeah, <laughs> this was uh, this ain't it, Chief. Yeah, that uh, movie where that. Uh, French actor that looks just like Charles Bronson was in it. I don't remember the name of it mm. because we never we never covered it because it was not a fun movie to watch. Yeah, so there is some uh, what's the word? There's uh, some criteria that we do go by, mm-hmm. and it's not just like oh let's pick this and yeah. go from there. But uh, we usually yeah. go in blind, but there is you know there is some behind the scenes to it. Yeah, so. for sure. Yeah. I'm looking at some stuff now. I'm not. I don't remember any of these. Bigfoot was pretty bad. <laughs> oh, yeah. Bigfoot was bad. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, I, I don't want to go through every single thing, but... No. Yeah, there, there's got to be a movie out there. Yeah. I'll, I I'll mean, even go the, as far to say, like, the uh, the Fanatic was pretty terrible. Right. Well, this is episode 60, so, you know, there's got to be one of them in there. We've done yeah, 60 we're, episodes, man. We're almost, we're almost to the magic number. We're almost done. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Just a few more episodes and we would have watched every single bad movie we could. Yep. Yeah. That's it. Only... Everything else is golden that Hollywood has ever produced. There's only 69 <laughs> bad movies yep. ever ever made. <laughs> All right. Uh, we're going to get out of here. Uh, this is Anthony Delvecchio. Uh, you can find me at Ant Delvec on Twitter. So for Dan Aquino and the dearly departed Mark Myers, this is Anthony Del Vecchio telling director Rowdy Harrington to go fuck himself. <laughs>